encourage Today, my patients to get COVID-19 vaccination. COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective. Millions of doses have already been given in the United States, and these vaccines have gone through the most intensive safety monitoring in U.S. history. The results are reassuring. Serious side effects are very rare. I tell my patients if they have questions to ask me or use a reliable source like the CDC website to get the facts. KYBN Radio, heard in Mountain View, Huntingdon, Cambridgeshire, Birmingham, and Manchester, UK. The time is now. The place is here. We're going to have a little talk. It's just chat with Bree. Right now on KYBN Radio. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the host and the host alone and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the KYBN Radio Network. Due to its content, viewer discretion is advised. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to Just Chat with Bree. Today, we've got a young man with us. He is 6'2 and chocolate. Now, you guys know I like saying that. LJ Mines, welcome. How are you? Uh, what's going down? And I'm doing very well, Bree. Doing very well. How are you doing? I am awesome now. Uh, <laughs> who wouldn't be? Who wouldn't be? So we have not spoken in maybe a year or so. So real quick, like, catch me up on what has been going on since the last time we spoke. Well, the last time we spoke, you know, I, I came out a few tracks, you know, and working in the lab. And I had, like, two singles out. The current one is All Over You, All Over You. And then the one before that is Who Baby Baby featuring keynotes. And so I've just been trying to grind out make quality tracks you know and put out there so people can enjoy listening to the music that uh that i'm coming up with well now this young man is representing the seattle west coast in the house i just i just had to put that out there you know just to let people know we got that good good coming out of the west coast so what about performing have you been doing any performances lately have you um broadened your you know because last time we talked it was around COVID time so nobody could do anything so let's catch up from COVID and tell me what you're doing different now, you know, that you weren't doing back then. So, yeah, at that time, and, and like you said, it was COVID, so it wasn't like a lot of opportunities to do a lot of too many performances. I have been invited to performance on what they call like city festivals and so forth recently here. My mindset is basically uh, I want to be able to schedule something coming up here in the next maybe month or so. The difference is now that, you know, when you were dealing with COVID, you know, you was inclusive. You got a chance to spend a lot of time with yourself and kind of hone your craft a little bit more because the studio, even getting into the studio was tough to do uh, to work on your um, your music. But now that things are opening back up, I mean, you, you, the excitement, the blood is flowing, the creative mind juices are flowing, and I'm just looking forward to just just uh, uh, getting out there and keep expanding and developing my, my sound. I think my sound has gotten a lot better and a lot stronger than where it was. And I'm always constantly pushing myself to be more creative and even better. So, yeah, that's all I'm trying to do right now. Well, that's a lot. I mean, you know, to people that are are not in the music industry. I think they think you just get up, grab a mic and sing, but it's a lot more to it than that. You, you you got so much other stuff that has to go into the thought process, the swag with it, the, the lyrics. Lyrics, tell me, now I listen to your music, so I know what your lyrics are, but you tell me, do they come from real life situations or do they just manifest in your head and you're saying, yeah, I'm going to sing this song and this is how it's going to go. But honestly, the majority of the songs are coming from a thought process that might pop in your head. Uh, every once in a while, I'll write a real life track. Um, usually those songs are usually are always about a relationship and, and, and they're heartfelt type songs. But when I try to do uplifting songs, that are, those are things that are popping my head off a of beat and I'll start writing off of that. You know, the last song that All Over You, you know, that came out of nowhere. And, and it was start, It started from uh, me beatboxing a, a, a sound that I like. And then the 
thing that jumped out of my mouth was all over you, and then I ran with it. So, so what am I talking about all over you? And then I made the song about a relationship, you know, me and the, the significant other female in my life. You know, I, that's what I was writing about, you know, how I'm going to treat her uh, like a queen. And, and I don't really care about anything else. She can have anything I want. She can have all my money. She can whatever it is. And I, it's been a minute since I've heard a song like that. And that used to be the kind of songs that used to be done 10, 15, 20 years ago. People have gotten away from that style. But I thought if I could make a catchy beat, you could dance to and then pay attention to the lyrics so I can bring back that type of feel. So, yeah, I'm, but most of my songs are 70%, I'd say, off the top of their head, maybe, maybe even 80. The other 20% would be a real-life situation that comes up. Wow. And, you know, you said something that's really key bringing back that old school rhythmy R&B kind of sound and that is something that we just don't have a lot of so it's good that you're focused on that type of sound because you have a, a music that's good to listen to um, I dare say to dance to and the lyrics are good you know uh, what do you think about some of these songs that, that are coming out? And I, I listened to something today that all I could do was my mouth just hung open. And uh, I, why do people put those type of things into lyrics in the first place? Um, what do you think about some of these new modern-day lyrics? So the modern-day lyrics are, what are, are, are said to be cookie-cutter for really just for you to actually – uh, hear a beat, a rotating beat. You will hear some songs that literally, like, every artist on the planet is using it, and they're recycling it over and over. They just might add some strings, or they might have a synthesizer and a different sound to it. And the lyrics are pretty vanilla, but it's, it's feeding a frenzy for some of maybe the younger audience that just wants to maybe play their music and kind of dance to it or so forth, but without no storytelling. Uh, I try to sneak in the storytelling element um, with some of the modern-day sounds that can capture your imagination to listen to. But then I said, I want you to listen to the storytelling. So if I'm talking about uh, a relationship and, and, you, and you're falling in love, I'm going to make falling in love sound hot. That's the goal is my purpose is to try to make, sound, make falling in love hot and in a way that brings back uh, the old good film music sound but with a current beat because you can't go 1970s and 80s, even in the early 90s anymore the way you want, but you can sample the melodies a little bit and get that reminiscent of that melody coming through. And, uh, yeah, I, I look forward to each track when I go into the studio because of the fact that uh, it's not like you just can go in there and sing. You know, you I might hear a song 100 times over, 200 times over, and add a little sound effect here, add this, uh, adverb, adverb uh, hook on there, adverb there, just, you know, the cadence there, uh, kind of like Michael Jackson. I used to think Michael, I could always tell when Michael Jackson wrote a song. One, the reason he uses syllables, then sometimes clear words, but his syllables would sound so good on a song that you really wouldn't care that he wasn't using proper English. <laughs> He's just was saying something, you're like, man, that sounds good. Jump on. You didn't know what it was. <laughs> I always knew when Mike wrote a song and when someone else wrote the song that Mike sang. And and, and that was the genius of him because he, he, it was based on feel. So some of the things that I'd be working on, even though I try to be clear on lyrics, I try to also work on syllables or sounds that might sound good within the music. So the, the music is actually the word I'm saying or the, or the syllable I'm saying is a part of the music and trying to capture you to pay attention to it and then get you to repeat it over and over again. Because the best songs are the ones that everybody can't wait to say that one drop in, in, the, in, the, in the lyric or get to the hook. Or if you got catchy lyrics, they'll know every last lyric that you're saying because everything makes sense. So I try to say things that make sense and that are catchy that you'll know the whole song instead of just the hook. And you listen to today's music, uh, a lot of it is just really trying to get to the hook. You know, right. sometimes you got something that's real creative 
that you can listen to the lyrics. But a lot of it is just trying to get to the hook because the beat is dropping and you want to get to that hook so you get a, a call and response going on. And it's pretty much the same play throughout the industry now. You know, you still got artists that are creative, but you don't have as much music like that. So you'll get 10% of that, and that gets gobbled up when people hear it. They gobble it up when they hear something that sounds authentic and real and has that, that element to it. Wow, I like that. Let's go to a brief break, and we're going to come right back with more of Six, Two, and Chocolate. And for those of you who don't, never mind. We'll talk about that later.
anywhere because there's more just chat with Bree to come. Studio One, World Advantage Network. What's up, party people? Quick thought here. Um, just like most of you guys, probably, uh, I grew up in church, and the main teaching coming up was the Ten Commandments. Uh, I was even given a bracelet by my great-grandparents. I memorized the law, but the thing was, it didn't stop me from breaking those laws. Uh, then I learned about God's love one day, the great example being Jesus Christ, and that changed everything for me. Um, no longer did I have the desires that I had to do evil anymore, and I wasn't walking around as angry. See, uh, most of us have it twisted. Um, see, Romans 2 and 24 says that it was um, God's goodness that led us to repentance. It wasn't a law. And in this world, most of us know the law, but we still do evil. So we don't need new laws. We need the Lord. Uh, why? Because love makes the difference. And that's what will fix America. So here it is. Stop looking for changes in laws and start seeking the Lord. God bless. And welcome back to Just Chat with Bree. And today we have Mr. Six Two and Chocolate, the sexy Mr. L. J. Mines, out of the West Coast, representing the C. Tac. That's Seattle, y'all. For those of you who don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now, one thing I can say is we do have quite a bit of talent, and I guess the listeners are like, man, she says she's from everywhere, but they forget I'm a military brat, so I am from everywhere. But, um, you know, last time we were talking, not only do you sing with that velvety voice and have those romantic songs out there, you can back it up with some cooking skills. So how has the cooking been going? You know, the cooking has been going pretty good. I actually, on my YouTube channel, LJ Mimes, I uh, put out a few videos. I got three videos out showing me uh, making dishes and so forth. I uh, The first one, I was making baby back ribs and, and cornbread and, and, and cabbage and um, just trying to show, showcase the skill set so everybody can go out there and take a look at that. And in the second one, I made uh, traditional uh, spaghetti and meatballs, but it wasn't the normal spaghetti and meatballs. It was actually a fancy dish that I put together. And, uh, yeah, you check it out on LJ Minds, you'll see that uh, I can throw down, and you know, as I say on there, uh, you know, you know it, it makes women excited when they see me cooking like that. Did he say, <laughs> it makes women excited. Now, don't forget the kind of world we're in. I know you're only trying to get one 
I think everybody that watches you cook, they sit there with eager anticipation waiting on whatever it is you're going to produce. And so I think that is pretty cool because, you know, some men can't cook. They can only cook soup and, and water. And so right. that is really a skill. Now, is that something your mom taught you or is it something that you taught yourself? So, I mean, my mom was a, a, a really nice cook, big time cook, and I, I watched her. But a lot of the things that I do now, I, 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 I try to um, create my own little recipes. I might do something that I like and then I'll add some either different spices or different ingredients to bring it out and have my own little creative spin on it. So, you know, even when you'll take a look at, you know, put the spaghetti and meatballs, you know, that I created and all the additional side stuff, I had a whole lot of different ingredients in there and it came out great. I mean, the food was melting off, it was melting the fork. You know, I was like, man, this is dynamite. And then I had my youngest daughter on the third one actually cook. She made some butter honey cornbread on, uh, and I had her featured on one of the uh, segments where we were cooking cabbage and and then so forth. So, you know, I try to share the wealth a little bit and, and teach what I know, but uh, I enjoy it. I thoroughly enjoy it. It's kind of therapeutic if you ask me. Well, cooking, if you can cook. Now, let me let me say this. Cooking can be very relaxing and therapeutic, as you said. It can also be stressful for those people who don't know how to cook and are trying really hard. <laughs> well, well, for those individuals, for those individuals, just go on and go on my YouTube, and you can follow me and follow the ingredients and follow each step that I make, and you'll be able to be cooking dynamite food as well. Uh, it's definitely, I definitely feel like um, I can throw down. I mean, based on the response that I get for when I'm serving people, because I like to have multiple people over to serve so they can tell me what they think. And then when they're constantly eating one in a second plate, that's a good thing. If a person only wants one plate, then um, it's probably not happening. But if they constantly want to come back with seconds or thirds, then you're probably doing something right. And, I, and, and Bree, you, you thirdly want seconds and thirds. Awesome. Awesome. I, I would. I would. I think, I think next time I come home, I'm going to have to come get a plate. <laughs> Um, I have to come and get a plate. So now, ladies and gentlemen, listening audience, we now know that this young man has vocals and he can sing to you, but get this with the extra bonus, he can cook and sing to you at the same time. So now what I'd like for you to do is for those people who are sitting there like, oh my gosh, how do they get to see your videos and how do they get to your social media? How do they contact you? Let's get that out there. So you just have to go to YouTube and type in LJ Mind, LJ, as it says, M-I-N-D-S, Mind, and it will pop right on my channel. You'll see right in, with some of the music videos, but you will also see the videos of the actual me cooking. Um, it's right there in right there in front of you it's you know and i'm you know i'm dancing a little bit and, and singing a little bit you know as as i'm cooking you know what i mean trying to and because i'm enjoying what i do so you get a chance to be entertained quite a bit as you see me make these recipes so i think you should check it out you know and see and see if you like it and check it out you should let me tell you what sometimes you see these cooking videos out there and you see people with their fingers, licking their fingers and doing this and doing that. And I understand it's their food. They can do what they want. But when you're trying to share it with other people, um, sometimes the sanitary part of watching the video is like, eh. So I can let you guys know on this, mm -mm, you got a nice sanitized video and food looks good and you want to eat it. So I wanted to put that disclaimer in there. That's not one of those kind of yuck. It's one of those yum videos. Yum. Video. It is definitely a yum video. See there? See there? Two of us can't be wrong, right? <laughs> no, two of us cannot be wrong. So I think that's pretty awesome. You've got the um, the music. You've got the now the YouTube food channel. 
that you're doing. Do you think you're going to continue on with that, or is it just going to be sporadic? Um, well, you know, we'll see. I enjoy it. I, I plan on putting on, like, three more episodes on different things. I, I plan on making some chicken, fried chicken, and then I plan on doing some chili. And so, and, and then I'm thinking about uh, some type of uh, form of uh, nacho, different things. So some of the foods are are simple and some are complex. Like I did the uh, the soul food um, theme the other day. So it was like, I just want to show different versatility because sometimes people just want something quick and simple. So we'll make a fancy stir fry. And the other one, we might make a four course meal, you know? And so it all depends on what type of mood I'm in and what I'm trying to showcase for that evening. Um, a lot of times I will, you know, film based on, I'm like, I'm actually craving this. So we're going to film this and then show how I put it together. And, uh, I, you know, it's, yeah, I plan on doing it a few more episodes and so forth. You know, I, and I definitely, like I said, I enjoy it. And I think the people that, you know, tune in and listen to it and watch the film enjoy it as well. I get feedback on it. People have told me, I saw your, what you call I was trying to make the recipe like this and do like that. So that's a good thing. That so, is a good yeah. thing. Yeah, then that's a good thing. All right. So we've got songs. We've got food. My goodness. I thought about you when I was doing it because the last time you was like, but can you really cook? You know, because guys always said, I said, well, you could, you could be the judge of that because then you can actually see. You know, that's the best part about it. I don't really got to talk about it no more. I could play that. Anybody can see for themselves. Mm-hmm. And you can. I saw it. But now we got one more test to go. I got to taste it. So on my next trip home, <laughs> I got to give you a heads up so I can swing by and get me a plate. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> okay. Ha ha, you guys. I'm challenge. Ha ha, you guys. I am able to rubbing your faces and I'm going to get me a plate. So we're going to go to a brief break and we're going to come right back with more of LJ Mom. Can't well, surely get you none. Murder, here she comes. 
This is Tenny. I'm an Afro-Soul singer and producer, and you're listening to Studio One Radio. Welcome back to Just Chat with Bree, and today we have 6-2 and Chocolate, L.J. Mines. Now, for the listeners who didn't hear the first time that we talked, let's go back a little bit and tell me what got you into music. Well, when I was a youngster, my mom was a professional singer. I used to see her perform in festivals and listen to her. She was an independent artist, but she was on the radio station, the local radio station in Seattle as well, Kansas City. And I just used to just always as a kid, you know, she's playing all these records as well and singing along to them. I just kind of fell in love with, you know, the idea of maybe one day being an artist. I think every kid at some point in time thinks they can uh, perform and sing and, and have that idea of 
or that dream that they would want to actually make music and have people admire it and appreciate it. And so that got me into the music industry. So I, I really, uh, my whole dedication to music is to try to make my mother proud, you know, and follow in her footsteps. So, yeah. Wow. All right. So tell me this. What sets you aside from other singers? Tell me that special oomph that sets you aside besides the 6-2 and chocolate. That, okay, we know we got that part. So what sets you aside from the other singers in, in what you're trying to do with your music? I think what really kind of does it, and, and with R&B music, you get a chance to be versatile, right? You get a chance to show off, you know, different ranges. So I can go, I can do baritone, I can go falsetto, I can go smooth. You know, I, I, have, a diff- I have different styles and sounds that I perfected based on listening to artists that I like over there. I can hit some power notes that no one will get a chance to hear until I do a song like a Teddy Pendergraft, which they'll be like, what, you can hit notes like that? Yeah, or I can hit some of them Philip Baby style, uh, high-pitched sopranos. Um, and and I infuse it. I can go back and forth from, you know, high to low within the same lyric. And uh, I think that gives me an advantage a little bit. Um, but most R&B guys have that skill set because we all kind of come from the same. We listen to, like, the same style of music and so forth. In today's uh, currency, a lot of the industries might try to pick cookie-cutter type singers that maybe don't have as much range. And so a lot of the music is predicated on the producers doing a really good job producing a track, and they just sing a simple melody and, and then let the beat try to carry the song. And I understand that. You know, I, I have to try to sometimes infuse that a little bit as well. But my style is the storytelling. I'm bringing back the storytelling of, of songs you will be able to hear the lyrics and, and picture yourself in there. You'll be able to see it. I want you to well, – it's like you're watching a movie. So when I'm singing a song in the lyrics, you're watching the movie. You can actually see it taking place. If I'm talking about uh, uh, this young lady that I'm trying to catch for the first time and I'm trying to, to woo her, you're going to see every step on how I'm trying to make it happen, how I'm shooting my shot, you know, even to the point where I'm going to be – at the end of the song, I might be talking about, hey, can we hang out? But I mean, I'm making all these steps so you can pay attention to it. And I want you to listen and pay attention to me. So I'm bringing in that element that is just catchy and addictive, like, uh, you know, like you, uh, like you can't wait to see it. You can't wait to be a part of it. And that's how I make the music. Because back in the earlier days, in the 70s and 80s and 90s, you couldn't wait to turn on the radio and listen to your favorite songs coming on or what was new that was about to be released. You know, everybody's excited about music. Music was a big deal. And I'm not saying it's not now, but the generation, the older generation, has to always revert back to songs 30 years ago or 40 years ago just to be entertained because they only might hear one or two songs out of 20 that actually they can actually listen to without turning off the radio. So, so I try to infuse the young, the old, and the super old and super young all in one if I can. Wow. Tell me, if someone were to ask you what what kind of advice would you give to someone that wants to come into the music industry and at least get to where you are with, you know, putting out music, what's what's an encouraging word that you would give an up-and-coming artist? Well, I'd give them four. I would say have a vision and a plan, be very disciplined, be patient, and have a work ethic. Um, those four things them by itself, if you even had one or two of those things, you can actually get to the level on that. Uh, like I said, have a vision and plan, be disciplined, have a work ethic, and and, and make sure that you be patient. Now, the, the second thing that I would add to those things is make sure that you, someone's going to have to finance you. You know, either you're going to get a, a record company, an alternative record company, a family member, a friend, or yourself but you're going to have to spend some money to make sure that you have quality. And you want to have a quality track. You want to make sure that it's produced well and that you're being creative. Don't be scared to be creative. Think outside the box and go for it. You know, if you feel like you got to hit a, a note that you're not comfortable with, but you'll hit it on the track and then it gets mixed in, it might be the right note for the right song. If you want to hear a sound or idea that's different, 
go for it because you have to stand out. You don't want to be sounding the same like everyone else because a lot of people just try to use the same formula. The ones that separate themselves from the crowd don't use the same formula. They don't sound like anybody else. If I say Usher, you know what you hear Usher. Usher don't sound like anyone else. If you, know, you can name multiple star singers and individuals that don't sound nothing like the other, somebody that's coming up. Don't try to mimic yourself like someone else. You can borrow from them, but create your own sound and emphasize it and don't be scared. Well, that there, I think, is some pretty darn good advice. And one thing I can say about your music, it's all different. You know, each song has something in it um, that's you, but yet it's all diff- different kind of creativity. So that is some pretty darn advice. Did you ever get any negative advice? What was something before we go that was negative advice that, you know, you were able to just like thumb your nose at somebody for? Well, I definitely, I, I mean, I've never had nobody personally give me advice to my face. I mean, but everyone has a, <laughs> everyone has a hater. Uh, everyone has somebody that, I mean, they might not just like your sound, they might not like what you do for whatever reason it is. We all had that. I've had somebody um, basically troll everything that I did and had some comment about this or comment about that, comment about my, you know, I was like, man, I mean, it sounds like you're a fan, but you just don't want to admit it, you know, <laughs> but but you want to find something negative to say. Oh, well, you always have the opportunity not to turn tune in. You don't have to follow the videos and you don't have to listen to the tracks and you don't have to post on my social media. You don't have to say anything. You can just move on about your own business and create your own. You know, if you, you feel like you could do better, knock yourself out. And you're entitled to that. And, and if you need advice, I would, I would help you out. I would give it to you because I don't look at anything in a, a, a negative way when you're in this industry. I'm always looking at it as a positive. It's a lot of hard work that goes into this, you know, and you have to open yourself up to criticism. You know, you when you're making music, you might not most some of a lot of your stuff ain't going to be as good as you think it is. You your own worst critic. You hear that all the time from artists. I'm my own worst critic. Well, that's the case. I'll go over a song over and over hours and hours trying to perfect it, um, and still not be satisfied with it sometimes. You know, just because I'm trying to be Picasso. My goal is to try to be the Picasso. And as you know about Picasso, he was never satisfied. So we are striving to try to make sure that we bring a quality product to the listening audience. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And we understand that because we're the ones that are putting ourselves out there. It's easy for anybody to troll or to comment or say whatever they want to say. Well, let's see you go out there. Let's see you put yourself out there on the line. Put yourself out to, to a, a while an audience to, to judge you. And we're being judged constantly. So you have to have some thick skin and you have to be confident that it's okay to be judged and it's okay to be criticized. And that is so very, very true. It is okay. And you are going to have haters. But, you know, as long as you have a hater out there, that means somebody's listening to your music. That's how I look at it. Well, that I never, I was like, I've never had a hater that followed everything I did. I was like, man, you might have thought I was Bruno Mars. Well, I mean, what, well, if, if it was bad, if you don't like me or you don't, if you have a personal vendetta, I get it. I don't know you, but hey, it's okay. I mean, at the end of the day, at least you're, you're playing the songs and you're following it, and, and that's, that's great for me. If you're commenting on me, all you're going to do is tell other people, hey, I don't like this guy, I don't like what he does, I don't like what he stands for, and they're going to turn around and, and listen, and they might have a different opinion. And Usually they sometimes do. So it's okay. It's all right. You're going to go through that if you're going to be serious about the music industry or anything, if you're an actor, if you any part of the entertainment industry that you're trying to do, you're going to have some people that hate. And that is so very true. With that, we're going to go to a brief break, and we're going to come back and wrap it up with L.J. Mine. i 
never give Exercising, eating healthy That's the best thing for your body Smoking and drinking will not help Sniffing and drugs, you'll hurt yourself You gotta remember to check your blood pressure You gotta take good care of yourself Nothing's better And every single day should be Caribbean Wellness Day Join the wellness revolution Live a healthy lifestyle Brought to you by Caribbean Wellness Day KYBN Radio Huntington, Cambridgeshire, United Kingdom. And welcome back to Just Chat with Brian. Today we have with us six two and chocolate, Mr. LJ Mines. Now let me explain something to you all who don't know what I mean. The means the young man is tall and he's got a chocolatey coating on him. Okay, you guys get it? I mean, because I know there's someone going, what does that mean? <laughs> what it means. All right, now we got that out of the way. So this is what we're going to do on this segment. You are going to have the floor. I want you to let the listeners know anything that you want them to know about you, any projects you got coming up, any shout-outs you want to give, any any songs you want to promote. You know we've been playing your music all throughout the show. So anything you want to promote, anything you want to say, this is your segment, and I'm turning it over to you now. Well, I want to give a shout-out to uh, my two daughters, my Otis just graduated from Western Washington University uh, about three, was it, four weeks ago. And I'm very proud of her. She's came a long way, and I'm very happy that that's over because, you know, my pockets are going to be full again. <laughs> uh, uh, my youngest daughter, uh, who's trying to make the uh, varsity volleyball team in high school, I've been training her for like the last uh, month and a half. So I used to coach uh, high school basketball and high school head trap. And uh, so I've been doing a lot of training for her to get her up to par and working on her serving and her skill set to, like I said, for her goal to make the varsity team. Um, it's been a fun development watching her and, and watching her and see her progress the way she's been doing it. Uh, reminded me uh, in the days when I used to go out there and work hard, when me and her uh, her grandfather built her a net out in the backyard, so she's got a lot of opportunity to get a lot of reps in, and she's done a lot of conditioning and training, so she's looking really good and explosive, so it's exciting to see uh, her uh, develop the way she's developing. As for uh, projects and so forth, uh, coming down the pike, I got some things lined up for next month. Uh, I've got another song that's going to be a, a really good song. I actually uh, look forward to it, and hopefully you can have me back on the show and debut the uh, the song. Um, it's one of one of my better projects, I think, uh, and it's and it's reminding of what we do in the past. It reminds you of how guys used to court a girl. You know, you didn't use the words now, but we use the word court now. And they call it might be considered harassing now in the, in this day and age. But back in the day, it's courting. And you see somebody you like, you talk to them and, and try to, uh, uh, as they say, shoot your shot. Back then, is just you just keep talking to them until they tell you to leave them alone, and then you bug them some more until they decide to go on a date with you. But uh, again, in this politically correct environment, that might be considered harassing itself. But when you put it in the song, it never sounds bad. That's one thing about music. It never sounds bad when you're trying to pursue somebody uh, in a song. It's just like it never sounds bad when you're uh, singing a begging song. When you're singing a begging song, it never sounds bad. It always sounds great. In real life, no woman wants to hear no guy begging. So only in music do you have the opportunity to sound good. And I'm trying to make those things happen with some of the creative uh, projects that I got. And I look forward to uh, hopefully KYBN and you know just chatting with Bree will give me an opportunity to come back and and keep playing my music. You see my vision that is too. Well, now you know that's always an open invitation for you. You know that. 
coming in. It's good to see you participating with the children. You know, there's so many fathers that don't participate with children, especially fathers with daughters that don't do that. So I commend you on doing that and taking an interest in being involved with your children. Not only being involved with them, but, you know, taking time out of your career path, your career pattern, your cooking, and, and being dad. That that's a well-rounded individual. I, I got to commend you for that because that's a really good thing that doesn't happen and with the craziness in the world right now. Whew, um, I'm not really sure where we're headed. So anything positive has got to be good. Well, and, 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 well I think in, in, as a father, you're trying to be a major influence on, and, and teach because from, from a, a male perspective, when we're dealing with young females, we're trying to teach them a certain amount of toughness. You know, to be able to, to deal with the world that we live in it today and not take things for granted. But when problems come up, you be able to solve them and feel confident that you have the ability to make the adjustment. Because that's what life is, is making an adjustment. You're constantly making adjustments. You have a plan, but you have to adjust the plan because this wrinkle came in or this situation came in. You still want to move forward. Sometimes you zigzag, but you still got to move forward and you have to constantly adjust to try to reach your goal. So, you know, and it was definitely a challenge for my daughter um, with her to graduate the way she did. She had challenges. She overcame them. She was able to adjust. My job was when she was struggling to get in the trenches with her. I didn't just give her advice. You know what I mean? That's easy to do. Anybody can give advice. If she needed to study, I'm studying with her. You know, call me at 6 o'clock after I wake up from work, and I'm, I'm with you. I'll study up there and study with you an hour to two hours every day until if that class is you, you're having a problem with. I'm going to be in the trenches with you to make sure that you reach the finish line. And that's what my goal as a father was to do is to be there in the trenches. And I've always been in the trenches, and I think that um, – you can give that lesson to a lot of young men that you need to be in the trenches with uh, your, your children. They need to see that so it can carry on for when you are blessed to have kids that you do the same thing. It's okay to, to sacrifice some of your time and, and some of your desires and wants for someone else, the, the greater good. It's, that's what you're supposed to do. And, and uh, I really believe in that. And I enjoyed the process and I'm enjoying the process. It never seemed like it'll end, but I uh, thoroughly enjoy that process. And Bree, I hope you have me back after you, after you eat my food. So it's as good as <laughs> We gotta make sure you eat, and you be like, okay, you can come back anytime you want because that that food was delicious. Well, I tell you what, we'll do. We'll record while I'm eating, so we're gonna do it live. How about that? (laughs) We'll do it live, but you know, you're always, always welcome. And as we get ready to close out, I'm going to, you know, ask you what your parting words are. But I want you to also quickly give your your contact information one more time. And I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the show, hanging out with me. And we've got to do this more often. You know, last time we spoke, I was up in the Seattle area taking care of my mom. My mom got a chance to throw her little comments out over the speaker while I was trying to interview, but you know, <laughs> I would give anything to have that right now. So give your, your, your information one more time. You are definitely going to have to come back again much sooner this time. And we're going to get those other projects out there as well. So listeners, he's going to give you his information. I'm going to close out and say, see you soon. LJ Mines, the floor is yours. Okay, so you can, I can be reached at Autumn Street Records, gmail.com. Uh, if anybody just has any questions or any information that they want to present to me or any knowledge that they want to have, I can be reached there. To listen to the tracks, you can go basically anywhere, but the, my main one is Spotify. Uh, you'll see the catalog of music that I have on there. Um, you can listen to the songs, and, and, and they all different. I, I try to be very creative. I don't try to have the same sound or the same um, project with similarity. I try to mix it up, so I try to be creative. You can also go on YouTube. My YouTube channel has multiple music videos, cooking videos, lyric videos that you can turn around and enjoy and see and and, and uh, get a chance to know me and uh, know what I'm about. Yeah, so like I said, the YouTube, Spotify, Amazon, Apple Music, I'm all over the place. And uh, I look forward to anybody, any questions. Again, Autumn Street Records at gmail.com. And if you have anything that you want to ask me, I'm more than 
welcome and to answer it for you and uh, just yeah, hit me up. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. And we'll see you again soon. LJ Mines, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bree. Thank you. <laughs> you are welcome. All right, listeners, that's it for today. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 10 million people. Without destroying your credit, they can reduce your interest rates, lower your total payments up to 50% to get you out of debt fast. For a free consultation, call Consolidated Credit now. The program works. Call 800-336-0167. 800-336-0167. 800-336-0167. Consolidated Credit Solutions Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Kansas CSO 0019051. Maryland DM 1492. Oregon DM 892. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission License Number DC83. Service may adversely affect the individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action. Actual interest rates, length of program, and monthly payment reductions will vary by consumer and creditor. Yours could be higher or lower. Not a loan company. We do not lend money. Advantage Network. And now you can take us on the go.